No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where David concludes the epic Psalm 37 by giving six characteristics of the righteous person. His final word, wait on the Lord, for he will deliver you. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. In Psalm 37, David addresses the problem of the wicked seemingly prospering while the righteous are barely getting by. You know, it's difficult to watch evil people advancing their agenda. But David directs us to trusting the Lord and continuing to do good despite it all. God will take care of the wicked in their day. We must wait upon God's justice and continue to do good. We continue today in verse 21 of Psalm 37. The wicked borrows and does not repay. But the righteous shows mercy and gives. For those blessed by him shall inherit the earth, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. So the wicked borrow, but they don't repay. Why is that? Well, so oftentimes it's because they're simply squandering that which they have. I know of people that they've been given so much, yet they can't live within a budget. They never seem to have enough. They're always in debt and then they don't pay their debts. But the righteous, that's different because God gives to us contentment. He gives to us wisdom and how to manage uh, our money. And we have more than we need. Therefore, we can share that with others. And because God has worked his mercy in our heart, his compassion, then we share with others. As Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. And that's just a very clear testimony of the fact that God is working in our heart. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So God establishes the steps of the godly. And as you step out in faith, you go forth with the recognition and the belief that God is directing you and he does establish your steps. And even if you should have a misstep and you stumble in some way, well, God will still use that for your good as well. God delights in his way as a father delights in the child that he loves. Just as the father just takes joy when he sees his child making good choices You know, the Lord rejoices in our way as we are walking with him. Now, the righteous may stumble, but God will pick them up. We we will stumble at times. David stumbled. David fell into sin. But the point is, is that they don't stay there. Why? Because God picks them up again. And so they won't be utterly cast down. And God is able to keep us. And uh, just, again, like a father with their child, when that child is learning to walk, that child's going to fall. But the father picks the child up because uh, he loves his child. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. So David wrote this psalm in his old age. He had seen a lot, 
during his days, and yet he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their children begging bread. Haven't seen it. God takes care of them. And if you think about it, probably the greatest inheritance we can pass on to our children is not a material inheritance, but the spiritual inheritance that God blesses our descendants after us because we have honored him. And so David said he's ever merciful. Speaking of the righteous, he lends and his descendants are blessed. They receive the dividends of that generosity. You know, Proverbs 19:17 says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. God will not be a debtor to anyone. And so God will pay back when you're generous to the poor, but he may pay you back. He may pay your descendants back. In all likelihood, he will pay you both back. Verse 27, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. So why is it that we depart from evil and do good? Well, because God loves justice. He loves it when we do the right thing. He loves when justice is served. And so we ought to be like him. Now, it says here, he does not forsake his saints. That really could be the key verse of Psalm 37. And in fact, some translations do give it that heading because this is all about God not forsaking his holy ones, his saints. Now, just keep in mind, you may not feel like you're a saint, uh, but I like what J. Vernon McGee says, you're either a saint or you're an ain't. If you've received Jesus Christ, you are a saint because God has made you one. And God's not going to forsake you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He preserves his saints forever. But the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. Now that's in contrast to the descendants of the righteous who are blessed. The descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. There's so much in this psalm about the righteous inheriting the land. And and that was mainly speaking of the Jews inheriting the land of promise. They're in Canaan uh, as their eternal possession. And of course, that is why the Jews get that land is because God promised it to the patriarchs and they do inherit it forever. Uh, but the idea here is that if you trust God, God is going to take care of you and establish you forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, and his tongue talks of justice. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. Now, the Lord does put a high premium on what we say. Jesus said, by your words, you'll be acquitted. By your words, you will be judged. And so the mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom, and his tongue talks of justice. Why is that? Well, because God has written his law in his heart. That's part of the new covenant. God said, I'm going to write my law upon their heart. And when God's law is written on our heart, then it influences what we say. And clearly in the New Testament, we're told that our conversation should be full of grace, seasoned with salt. None of his steps shall slide. Again, you might 
take a misstep here and there. That happens, but you're ultimately not going to slide because if you start going the wrong way, uh, the Lord is going to speak that word from your heart that's written in there, and the Holy Spirit's going to convict you, and he'll get you back onto the right path if you are walking with him. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. So the fact here is that the wicked watch with an evil eye against the righteous. They hate the righteous. They hate God. They hate God's commandments. They look for opportunities to bring the righteous people down, to slander them to slay them in whatever way they can. But the promise here is that the Lord will not leave the righteous to their devices. He won't turn them over to their hand nor condemn them when they come under judgment. God will be your defense. Now, beginning in verse 34, David gives a series of exhortations now to the righteous. Wait on the Lord and keep his way and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree, yet he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but he could not be found. So this is, uh, I think, the second time in the psalm that David says, wait on the Lord. Uh, That is not easy to do. But if we're going to see God's justice be carried out, we have to be patient. God is slow to anger, and we must learn to wait on the Lord. And while we're doing that, we keep his way. We are faithful in doing those things that we know God has called us to do. And then he will exalt us to inherit the land. When does that happen? Well, after the wicked are cut off. So it takes time. But David understood this, you see. He was told that he would be king of Israel, but then Saul became jealous and sought to kill David for about 10 years. But finally, God took care of Saul. He was cut off from the land of the living, and uh, David became king, and David was able then to inherit uh, the kingdom, Jerusalem, all of it. God did it, and David said, look, that is the way the Lord works. So just wait on the Lord, and he will bring it about in his good time. Mark the blameless man, and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. So Mark the blameless man, observe the upright, we should have those role models in our lives. I know that I have several people that I know that have been an example to me of a godly life, and I see their choices. I see their efforts to honor God, and I see how God blessed them, and they finished well. And so those are the the people we want to be looking for. And he's saying, look, just understand, when you see somebody like that who is walking with God, just know that their future is peace. But the transgressors will be destroyed. Their future is that they will be cut off from the land of the living. If they do not know Christ, they will be cut off from God for eternity. But the salvation 
of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Now, this is a great word of encouragement for us right now, what we're going through in this current crisis, but really at any time. First, that God is your salvation. Uh, He is your strength in the time of trouble. We may not know how everything's all going to pan out, but we know the source of our strength and we know the one who is taking care of us and will continue to take care of us. Uh, He will help you. He will deliver you in the time of trouble and he will deliver you from the hand of of the wicked. Just believe that, know it. It's because you're his child and he doesn't lose his kids. He's not like some parents that they don't know where their kids uh, are and they lose them in the shopping store or something. God will never lose you, Uh, but he will save you. Why? Because you trust in him. Trust in him. Yes, you may see the righteous prosper. Yes, it may seem like justice is not being served or that the wicked are getting away with it and they're bringing their accusations and lies against the righteous or maybe even against you. But hang in there and you will see that God is faithful to deliver those who trust in him and wait upon him. You've been listening to Simply the Bible. The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where David is chastened by God for his sin. He describes his severe anguish, but also puts his hope in the Lord to deliver him. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.